Jesus House in pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential, impacting lives. This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London. God bless you. saying this morning. I love you more than anything. Lord, I love you with all of my heart, with all of my soul, with all of my might. I love you, Lord. Thank you for loving me first. Thank you for showing us how to love. We bless you, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, we have worship. It's good to be back. I've been away for a few weeks. Um, but it's good to be back in church. Um, and I thank God for the opportunity that he has given me to share this day. Um, and I pray that the Lord will speak through me. I welcome the Holy Spirit to anoint my lips uh, and fill me with power from heaven. I pray that the words that I speak uh, through the presence of the Holy Spirit inside of me will build you up, will encourage you, will inspire you will comfort you in the name of Jesus. I pray that the Lord will anoint your ears to hear, your hearts to believe. I pray that God will remove every spirit of distraction and that your only the name of God will be glorified in this place today. We're going to pray a bit today. We're going to pray. You know, um, I feel that we need to pray before um, I share what God has laid on my heart. You, you see, I thought some of us are in a place where we have been going through some spiritual apathy. You know, we're not praying like we should. Uh, we're, we're just, there's lack of peace. We are troubled on all sides. You know, we're weak, we're tired, we're weary. And I feel God is saying we should pray today. Um, you know, some of us will join the 6 a.m. prayers, Jesus' house, 6 to 7, every day of the week. Good, good, that's good. Some of us will join the 9 p.m. prayers on Fridays, hour of power. That's even better. But God expects us to develop an intercession, you know, a spirit of intercession like never before. You know, and there's nothing wrong with reading a few devotionals here and there. But that sometimes that can be quite religious. And I don't know whether some people are in that place. Maybe I'm just on my own because I'm sharing from a place where I am at. Because that's religious, that's duty, that's obligation. So I want us to pray this morning. The first prayer that I want us to pray is that God pour your grace and mercy upon me. Romans 9, 15 to 16, and I paraphrase, says that, uh, the Lord says he will choose to be merciful unto whomever he wants to be merciful to. And he will choose to be gracious unto whomever he wants to be gracious to. And that is not to him that wills or to him that runs, but of the Lord that showeth mercy. Why don't you begin to lift up your voices this morning and just pray to God and just ask God, Lord, pour your grace, pour your mercy upon me. Your mercies are new every morning. Father, 
Father, Lord, today is another day. For your grace upon me, Lord, I need your grace. I need your mercy. Choose me. Choose me for your mercy. Choose me for your grace. Your unending grace. Your unending mercy, oh God. You are the God who delights to show mercy. Show me your mercy, oh God. Your word says we are by grace, we are what we are. Lord, pour your grace upon me. Lord, pour your mercy upon me. Choose me, choose me. Choose me, Aden Rele, for your mercy, oh God. Choose us as a people. Lord, we thank you and we bless you. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. You know, I'm trusting God that something will shift today. I'm trusting God that there will be a realignment, a redefining, a repositioning. I'm thanking God and I'm believing God for a movement. I'm trusting him today for a breakthrough. I'm trusting him for chains to fall today. I'm thanking God. I'm trusting him on your behalf, on my behalf. That will be free for um, every agitating passion in our lives in the name of Jesus. You know, and before we continue to pray, I want somebody to shift position. If you are standing, you might want to leave. You to kneel down. If you are kneeling, you might want to get up. If you just a physical shifting of position. Somebody might even decide that all I want to do is just to move around like I am moving around. That is still a, a moving of position. If you are watching online, you do the same. If you are lying on your bed with your phone in your hand and your laptop on your lap, you need to get up. This is time to pray. It is time to pray. Amen. Thank you, Father. I want us to engage. I want us to concentrate. I want us to connect. God is about to do a miracle. Father, we bless you. Lord, we honor you. I want you to begin to thank God. The first thing we want to do is just offer our praises and thanksgiving to God. That, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for my life. I thank you for breath of life. I thank you, oh God. I thank you for all that you're doing in this season. The, my, the Bible says, bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And do not forget his benefits. Why don't you begin to raise your voice and say, thank you, God. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my spouse. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for the breath in my lungs. Thank you for my health. Thank you for my wealth. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you for peace. Thank you for provision. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you, oh God, for your protection day in, day out. Oh, thank you for preserving our lives, oh God. Thank you, oh God. We remember two years ago, we didn't know whether we were going to die or live, oh God. You kept us through that pandemic. Thank you, oh God. There's somebody under the sound of my voice. Your thanksgiving has to be loud because God kept you. God kept you. God kept you. God kept you. You know, you know that you could have been dead by now but God kept you. God kept you. Why don't you give thanks today? Why don't you bless him for his goodness towards you? For his mercies that endures forever and ever. Oh God, we thank you. We thank you for our position. We thank you for where we are on the way to where you're taking us to. We thank you for this journey of life. Oh God, we bless you for who you are, we bless you. For all this God, we bless you. Thank you, Father Lord. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. 
the next prayer point we're going to take, we're going to ask God for a spirit of intercession. We're going to ask God to ignite us. Hey, we're going to ask God to pour his fresh fire on us. To pray in this season like never before. The Bible says in Luke 18 verse 1. I'm reading the New American Standard Version. Luke 18 verse 1. Now he was telling them a parable. To show that at all times they ought to pray and not become discouraged. In some version it says not to faint or give heart. We want to pray against the spirit of discouragement and fainting in this season. We want to pray for a spirit of intercession. That the freshness of the anointing of intercession will rest upon us in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us begin to pray. Just begin to come against every spirit of discouragement. Every spirit of fainting. That I will not faint in this season. I will not be discouraged. No matter what I hear, no matter what I see, no matter what I experience, I will not be discouraged. God of heaven, I cry out to you, O God. I pray for the spirit of intercession, the spirit of grace and supplication to rest upon me like never before. Lord, ignite me, oh God. Lord, ignite me. You want say the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Oh God of heaven, let my prayers avail much in this season. Teach me to pray. Help me to pray. Infuse me. Infuse me, oh God, with your anointing to pray. Empower me. Restore my prayer life, somebody is saying. Restore my prayer life. Somebody is saying, activate my prayer life. Robo shantere boboboye, rebo sinta, ali katoda baye. Somebody is saying, grant me utterance. Ika shabo satari boboboye, rebo shanda, erika tura bashika rabaye. Thank you, Father. We're going to pray one more prayer. We're going to ask the Holy Spirit to intervene, to help us. The Holy Spirit is our helper. He's our counsel. He's our helper. Somebody needs to cry out to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I need you. I need you more than yesterday. I need you more than before. I need you more than the last hour. I need you. I can't do anything without you. Why don't you begin to cry to the Holy Spirit? I need you. Teach me. I need you. Help me. Help me in my weakness. Help me in my infirmity. Help me in my frailty. I plead to you, Holy Spirit. Empower me. You are the spirit of power. Holy Spirit, come afresh upon me. Holy Spirit, come afresh upon me. I can't do anything without you. I know it. I can't. Thank you, Father, Lord God Almighty. We bless 
bless you, oh God. We honor you. We give you praise. Uh, we worship you. Why don't you begin to raise a clap of freedom to the Lord? Just begin to thank him uh, for the miracle that he has done today in your lives. Thank you for the turnaround. Thank you for the breakthrough. Thank you for the newness. Thank you for the freshness. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we lift you high, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I could go on. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Lord, come, come, Holy Spirit. Just feel every single person in this place. Let there be a change today, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. Today I'll be sharing a message I have titled, A Trusting Heart. Hmm. A word that God gave me for 2022 is Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. And I'll be reading the Passion Translation. Trust in the Lord completely. And do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you. And he will lead you in every decision you make. Become intimate with him in whatever you do. And he will lead you wherever you go. What is trust? What is trust? I did a few searches and I came up with the following. Trust is to believe that someone is good and will do what is right. Trust is to believe that someone is good and will do what is right. Trust is believing something because you are sure that it is true. It is the firm belief in the reliability, the truth, the ability or strength of someone or something. It is relying on God's promises and his providences with all of our hearts. It is rising above all anxieties and fears. It is believing that God is the fountain of all good. And it is looking forward to the fulfillment of his promises. Trust is total and absolute dependence on God. It is the absence of fear and doubt. It is trusting that whatever affliction you are going through is going to pass. The Bible says many are the afflictions of a righteous man, but the Lord delivers him from all of them. All. So it is believing that that affliction will pass. It is believing that darkness will soon give way to light. It is believing that grace and mercy will prevail no matter what is going on. Let's look at what trust is not. Trust is not relying on man, on riches, on strength, on wisdom of man, of education, on your own self, your own self-righteousness. On your profession, or religion, or even fame. That's not trusting in God. 
The Bible tells us in Psalm 146, I'm reading verses 3 to 4 in the Passion Translation. We can never look to men for help, no matter who they are. They can't save us, for even our great leaders fail and fall. They too are just mortals who will one day die. At death, the spirits of all depart and their bodies return to dust. In the day of their death, all their prospects and plans are over. <laughs> the Bible also tells us in Psalm 121, I'm reading verses 1 to 2 in the Passion Translation. I look up to the mountains and hills, longing for God's help. But then I realize that our true help and protection is only from the Lord, our creator, who made the heavens and the earth. Isaiah 57 says, for the Lord God will help me. Therefore, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like a flint and I know that I will not be ashamed. I pray that as we look unto God in this season, as we set our faces like flints, we will remain unshakable, we will remain unmovable in what we hear, in whatever we see, and even in the things that we experience. Is trust different from belief and faith? Well, I did a few more searches. Let me try to bring some understanding from what the Holy Spirit helped me to understand. Trust is something we decide to do. Belief is something a person feels or perceives as the truth. Belief is also placing one's confidence or faith in God's truth. Faith, on the other hand, is this. Hebrews 11 verse 1. I'm reading the New King James Version. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Now, note, please note that faith and trust can be used interchangeably. You've probably done it yourself as well. I do. However, it is our beliefs that support our faith and our trust. Because we believe in God, just follow me, we have faith and we can trust God. Faith is a gift from God. While we have to develop trust. Trust is what we do because of the faith we have been given. So he gives us faith. The Father in heaven gives us faith. Yes. And then because he gives it to us as a gift, we can then say and develop trust. And what encapsulates all of that is our belief. You know, you're all looking at me like, wow, this is deep. Well, join the Bible studies on Mondays at 7 p.m. for a follow-up to that introduction to faith, trust, hope, faith, belief, and trust. Um, it's usually 7 p.m. with Pastor Baju. So um, he has told me after first service that I have landed him in well. I'm repeating it again so he would explain it to you. Join the Bible study on Mondays at 7 p.m. Okay, as I go on with the message, the Bible tells us in Jeremiah 17, verses 7 to 8. Jeremiah 17, and I'm reading the New King James Version. 
Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. For it shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spread out its roots by the river. I will not fear when heat comes, but his leaves will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruits. That scripture says we are blessed because we trust in God. We hope in the Lord alone. We do not fear, we are not anxious when heat or drought comes. We are assured of green leaves, green leaves. That is a constant supply of God's goodness. It is not dependent on the season of the year. You know, if you're like me, I watch the leaves uh, in this season. What happens to them? They turn brown. Then come next year, they come back again. But there are some trees, there are some leaves. And I went to the garden center a few weeks ago. My sister said, when you get there, ask for the hardy plants. For those who know about plants, you know what that means. That means in season, out of season, they remain green. I pray over your life today that you will remain green, your leaves will remain green, you will be fruitful in season, out of season, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Why do you think that the tree blossoms when it's planted by the river of water? The water if you know your geography very well, there's an irrigation process that is constantly happening. The river is the river of the Spirit of God, making us to remain green. That's why people look at you and like, ah, she doesn't even look like she's going through anything. That's because you are being irrigated, irrigated, irrigated. Somebody say irrigation. You are being irrigated and your leaves will, remember, will remain green in the name of Jesus. Scripture also says that they will be forever fruitful. That means that you will bear fruit no matter what is going on. And, but it is about trusting in God. Because that scripture started by saying those who trust in the Lord. Trusting here implies that we acknowledge that there is vanity and emptiness in all other objects of trust. Those objects of trust, the other ones, <clears throat> they can't give salvation. They can't give you deliverance. They can't save you. They can, you can't go to them for refuge. There's no help in them. There's no protection, no provision. They are mere objects. The Bible tells us in Psalm 60, in the, new, in the King James Version, King James Version, Psalm 60 verse 11, give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. The Bible also tells us in Psalm 9 verse 10, New King James Version, and those who know your name will put their trust in you, for you, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. The Bible says it that as long as you seek the Lord, you will not be forsaken. As long as you seek him, as long as you call upon him, as long as you are in alignment, that's why we prayed that prayer at the beginning, as long as you align the Lord says he will never forsake you. So we can confidently say that trust is a critical ingredient in our lives, in our work with God, in our relationships, in our marriages, with our children, at work, in our businesses, in everything that we do in our careers, in all areas of our lives. It is also believing that that child that has gone away from home is coming back. It is also believing that we will not be homeless in this season. 
irrespective of the rent increase. You know, somebody told me, and I think I mentioned it in the first service, that the landlord just sent them a letter one day and had increased their rent by 600 pounds a month. I'm sure some of you know what I'm talking about. But I want to say to you that God will come through for you. No matter what is going on, God will come through for you. It is also about believing. Trust is also about believing that you will not die. You will live to declare the glory of the Lord. No matter that doctor's report in the mighty name of Jesus. Believing that the healing will happen is trusting God. Also believing that in this season, I will survive. You know, as I prepared and God dropped that on my heart. I remember that song. Uh, Pastor Ayo, you are singing it. Ah, okay. Maybe you are singing it in the, yeah. But, you know, some of you might know the song. Oh, I can see somebody else smiling. So they do the song that I will survive. I am saying it. I'm not singing it. I will survive. And I thought, I th I thought you would say it too, but hey, I will survive. I will survive. You know, the, my word that God gave me at the heart of the pandemic and I mean, when there was the first lockdown, there was nobody on the road. Everyone was scared. We were all scared, weren't we? Whether you walked in the NHS or you walked in the fire service, or you, we were all scared. But God gave me a word one day. He's in Psalm 56 verse 3. Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. And I used to say that to myself every day. That Lord, whenever I'm afraid, I will trust in you. And many people in the Bible trusted God, David, Abraham, the Lord Jesus, even Elijah. The Bible even tells us in Genesis 15, 6, that Abraham believed the Lord and the Lord counted him as righteous because of his faith. Will the Lord count you righteous because of your faith? Question for you. Some people also had challenges trusting God. You know about the story of Sarah. Who laughed when she was told she was going to have the baby? And that story is in Genesis 18, 11 to 14 in the New Living Translation. But I wanted to bring out the verse 14. The verse 14 says, Genesis 18, 14 in the New King James Version says, Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return to you according to the time of life. And Sarah shall have a son. We see a question there. Relating to trusting God, having a trusting heart. I want to ask you this day, is anything too hard for the Lord? Oh, I, I only had one person. Uh, uh, two, two people. Is anything too hard for the Lord? No, there's nothing. If you've been there like I have been, I'm still there. There's nothing, nothing too hard for the Lord to do. I don't know what your situation is today. I don't know what you've come here to do today. I don't even know why you're listening online to this message. But I want to tell you that there is nothing too hard for the Lord to do. Nothing. You know, I looked at Elijah as my example of a trusted heart. He was told in 1 Kings 17 to go and face King Ahab and tell him that there will be no rain. There will be no dew. I say it and so shall it be. <laughs> <laughs> is that going to face the enemy? In fact, he was the enemy. And he did. He followed God. He trusted that God would save him. I don't know what God is asking you to do in this season. I want to say to you, do it. Because there is nothing hard for him to do. 
Nothing, nothing. God then told him, go to this place. Go and stay by the, the, by the brook. I will bring ravens to feed you. And God did. Then he said to him again, go to Zarephath. And I'll get a widow to feed you. Did God keep his words? Exactly. And God kept him like this for three good years. Then God woke him up one day and said, eh, prophets, prophet, man of God, get up, get up. It's time to go back to here. It took three years plus. And go and tell him that the rain is coming. The drought is over. And he did exactly that. What did I want to say about that? He, Elijah fulfilled all the purposes of God in wherever, in whatever way God asked him to do it. Are you doing that? Are you doing what God has asked you to do in spite of everything that is going on? In fact, as I was preparing, I was thinking, Elijah must have been singing in those days, Jehovah Jireh, my provider, your grace is sufficient for me. <laughs> he must have been signed, like some of us do. But did God come through for him? Yes, he did. You know, he must have been confused. This same God that told me to go and hide. God actually told him to go and hide. Read that story. It's a beautiful story. And then God again told him to show up. Did you? God must have known what he was doing. I don't know who is here under the sound of my voice. God is not a confused God. Oh, I'm going to say that again. God is not a confused God. God knows exactly what he's doing with your life. God knows where he's taking you to. God, is, God knows exactly how he's going to deliver you. I don't know what you're going through. Perhaps you're going through addiction and you're saying, I have really tried, but I can't stop. God is going to deliver you. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. What is challenging, what is challenging to you right now? Can you really trust God? Can you trust him with your life? Can you trust him that he can heal you despite that doctor's report? Can you really trust him for your deliverance? Can you trust him? Somebody saying, Pastor Ray, you don't understand. I am neck deep in this cocaine addiction. But God is saying that he can deliver you. He can deliver you. He's saying, is there anything too hard for me to do? Is there anything too hard? Can you trust this God to take you through this storm? Can you tell him to take you that heartbreak? That heartbreak. Ah, that heartbreak that he's working out for your good. Can you trust him? <clears throat> hmm. Yes, I am saying that I can trust him. Can you say yes to that? Hmm. He, yes. He's worthy to be trusted. He is worthy. Elijah had to trust him. He was a dead man. Wanted dead or alive by this king, and God said, go and show yourself. He must have been very confused. Uh, he must have been very, very confused. You know, somebody is saying, but last year, God told me to change my job. He did. And then this year, I have just got an email that they're making people redundant in that same company. Could that have been God? Yes. Because he's working it out for your good. You don't believe that. He's working it out for your good in the name of Jesus. And I declare over you as I begin to round up that there is no confusion in your life. No fear will prevail over your life. No anxiety will stop you from trusting God. 
like Elijah, you are a carrier of what is needed for the drought to end. You have the power of the Holy Spirit. You have courage. You have boldness. You have faith. You have belief in the God Almighty. I declare that nothing will intimidate you or suppress you or oppress you in this season. I declare that you have the might of God in you. I declare that you have the audacity, the authority of God. You carry it, sir. You carry it in your bodies. I declare that you will walk in it. I declare that you will not back down. You know, I declare to you today, this 16th day of October, that I, Adirile, will not back down. And I declare over you that you will not back down in the mighty name of Jesus. You will face anything and everything head on like Elijah did. You will have faith, ah, commitment, diligence like never before in the name of Jesus. Because we trust in a God who sustains, a God who heals, who supports, who delivers, who defends, who strengthens, a God who favors, who does marvelous things without number, who gives wisdom and discernment, discernment, who shields, who saves in spite of and no matter what, who protects us, who is merciful, who is gracious, who is good, who is kind, who is our helper, and who expects us to trust him. I pray that you will get a fresh infusion, a fresh injection of trusting in this God, our God, my God, your God, in the mighty name of Jesus. You know, I remember something happened to me as I woke up this morning. I um, woke up from sleep, and then God brought this to my remembrance. I don't know who it is, but I remember a few years ago, I was going through trouble. You know, troubles don't last, though. <laughs> and I came to church like this. And then it was the, we had another auditorium before this one. So it was the first auditorium. And we had a guest minister. And he said, hmm, there's somebody here who, would, who is thinking I'd rather be dead than being alive. <laughs> I don't know what pushed me to the front. Because I've been toying, toying, toying that, Maybe it's better to be dead. Maybe you are here under the sound of my voice. Or maybe you are watching online. It's better to be alive because life is sweet. Too. There is a future, there is a hope, and there is an expectation. And your expectation will not be disappointed in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And I cancel. Oh, Lord, you give me audacity and authority. I cancel every spirit of suicide. Every suicidal thought I cancel in the name of Jesus. Masatoro Boshanda. I call for peace. I call for joy. Joy insurmountable. Joy unspeakable in the name of Jesus. Amen. I declare over you that you're weeping. That the Bible says last for a lifetime. I declare that it's over. I declare joy. Joy has come over you in the name of Jesus. The Bible says in Psalm 20 verse 7 that some trust in chariots and some in horses but we remember to trust in the name of the Lord our God. Amen and amen. Thank you Lord. Thank you Father. We bless you O God. We honor you. We give you praise O God. We worship you. I spoke about 
you know, the commitment of Elijah. <laughs> he was committed. He went wherever the Lord directed him to go. He was focused. He, was, he had set face, his face like flint. And I mentioned that there was a, he had to do some assignments. One of which was to call down fire on the altar. The fire that consumed the altar. And I wanted to say that that looked like a big showdown if you read the story. But the best showdown that could ever have happened that I don't think any other showdown can rival is the cross of Calvary. Where Jesus, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, went to the cross as a sacrifice for you and I. I don't know if there's anybody under the sound of my voice. To get to a place where you have a trusting heart, you have to give your life to Christ. Perhaps you want to be committed like Elijah. Perhaps you want to pray prayers that causes fire to come down. You have to give your life to Christ. So if you are one, please, you can raise your hand if you're here in the auditorium. If you're online, the host will drop something on there, um, a prompt, and you can just click on it to raise your hand. Thank you, Father Lord. Thank you. This commitment is needed to begin a new life in him and to start the journey of having our hearts that truly trust God. Let us pray. Father Jesus, Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and my Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. And for the rest of us, I pray the Elijah anointing on you. I pray that as you go forth from today, your words will carry weights. You will speak and things will begin to shift in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray as you go and as you pray, trusting in God, miracles will come your way. You will have testimonies that will, that will inspire other people in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for God's healing power upon you. I pray that by the time you come into service next week, you will be dancing with joy. Every spirit of sadness, I bind you. Every spirit of sorrow, I bind you in the the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, and I speak to every mountain. Every mountain I speak to you. The Bible says in Mark 11, 22 to 24, when you speak to the mountain to move, it will skip and be thrown into the sea. I pray for you today that any mountain that you are facing, every mountain becomes a plain. The Bible says, oh, are you oh Zerubbabel? Oh, are you this mountain before Zerubbabel? you will become a plain. That scripture is taken from Zechariah, 7, Zechariah 4 verse 7. What are you all mountain before Zerubbabel? You will become a plain and it shall bring forth the capstones with shout of grace and grace. We declare to those mountains to shift. No darkness will come your way. I declare, I declare that because no power, there is no power that the power of God cannot crush. Any power in your way that wants to destabilize you, I come against it. In the name of Jesus. I come against it by the fire of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. I bind every spirit of panic 
I bind that spirit in the name of Jesus. I bind that spirit of panic in the mighty name of Jesus. I bind the spirit of depression. I say you do not have a place in the children of God. You don't have a place. We bind suicidal thoughts. We bind association with the spirit of death. We bind those spirits today in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Oh, Lord God Almighty, let the spirit of settlement be upon your children. Let the spirit of joy fill them. Let the spirit of laughter fill their lives in the name of Jesus. I declare over you an atmospheric shift that will favor you. You will overcome. You will achieve. You will advance. You will improve. You are transformed. You will be victorious in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lord, we just bless you. Take all the glory for today. Have your way, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen.